Welcome to I Wish They Knew, a show where leaders in business and education share big ideas that deserve more attention in about the time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. I'm Joe Hirsch. Today's wish comes from Heather Hansen. Heather helps leaders, sales teams, and high-powered individuals master persuasion and build credibility, two things that we all need more of. She's a former trial attorney who has worked with companies like Google, the American Medical Association, and Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and as a frequent contributor in the popular press and media, has appeared on The Today Show, CNN, NBC, Fox Business, and CBS. Heather is the best-selling author of The Elegant Warrior, How to Win Life's Trials Without Losing Yourself, and hosts The Elegant Warrior podcast, where we had a conversation not too long ago. And her most recent book is Advocate to Win, 10 Tools to Ask for What You Want and Get It. Heather, welcome to the show. Oh, Joe, I'm so happy to be here. So what do you wish more people knew? I wish more people knew the difference between communicating and advocating. When you communicate, you share perspectives, but when you advocate, you change them. And that difference is important sometimes with those we love or our children or even our colleagues and our friends, we want to share perspectives. But other times we do want to change another's perspectives. And it's a very specific skill set that can allow us to do that. I'd like to believe that at least for myself and hopefully for the people I love and care about, that, that I want the best for them, they want the best for themselves, and we all want to help the people we care about. So why are we having such a hard time advocating for the things we really want for us and for others? Well, there's really two groups of people, Joe. There's a group of people who do advocate, and I'm putting that word in quotes. They do ask for what they want, but a lot of times they come to me and they say, I'm just not getting it. I'm not I'm not hitting home. The things I'm asking for, I'm not getting. That's one group. And then there's another group that don't advocate for themselves and their needs at all. So let's take them separately. Okay. The group that doesn't get what they want, they're just not advocating effectively. I have what I call the three C's of, of an advocate. They are curiosity, compassion, and credibility. And usually that group is just missing the mark a little bit on one of those three C's. Oftentimes it's the compassion piece. They're not seeing things from the perspective of the people that they're asking for the thing. And so a little shift in perspective taking can help with that. Now, the other group is the group that's just not asking for what they want. And that's usually a lack of belief problem. So that's a credibility issue. And it's a lack of belief in themselves. It's a lack of belief that they deserve what they want or that they can get what what they want or that they know how to ask for what they want. And sometimes they don't even yet know what they want or they think they don't. So two separate groups, two separate problems, but both of them solved by learning to advocate more effectively. So when you've observed this problem present in different sets of groups of people, have you noticed differences in terms of, let's say, I don't know, men versus women or novices and experts? How does it typically present? And is it so neatly compartmentalized? Well, it is the, both the research and my experience back up that there is a difference between men and women when it comes to advocating. And it's an interesting one. So 
women tend to be stronger advocates when they're advocating for other people. And men tend to be stronger advocates when they're advocating for themselves. So there's actually a study that was cited in HBR that said that when women are advocating for others, they are more likely to sort of use puffery and perhaps stretch the truth a little bit. And not that I'm encouraging stretching the truth, but using some of these tools in order to advocate. They will not do it when they're do advocating for themselves, but they will do it when they're advocating on behalf of someone else. Men, on the other hand, are much more likely to do those things when they're advocating for themselves and less likely to do those things when they're advocating for someone else. And while I don't encourage lying, I do think that anything we're willing to do for another, we should be willing to do for ourselves. So women need to sometimes externalize what they're advocating for. You know, I oftentimes will um, talk about if you're asking for a raise, think about your nieces or your, your daughters who in the future will have to ask for raises. And if you start asking for more, then they will be able to ask for more. It's sort of externalizing it for women seems to help. That's very interesting. And I wonder that that piece about that you mentioned about compassion and empathy seems to be in higher reserves among women than men. I mean, that's certainly the case when it comes to feedback seeking and feedback giving that the research makes that clear. And I wonder if that translates into the realm of advocacy as well. It's really interesting. Well, it is really interesting. And I think that it makes women stronger advocates when they're willing to do it. So compassion is a huge part of advocating. The way that I think about compassion is the ability to see things through another's perspective and then put what you see into action. Yeah. Women tend to be better at seeing things through other perspectives. But and so that's why in, there are times when women are stronger advocates when they're advocating for others. It's just that women don't always feel comfortable advocating for themselves, so they fall behind in that measure. But yes, I think that the ability to see things from others' perspectives, and we women tend to have a little more practice with that because, and same thing with any marginalized community, they oftentimes live their lives thinking, how does the person in power see this situation? Mm. Whereas people in power don't do that. In fact, research shows that people in power are really quite bad at seeing things from others' perspectives, and therefore bad at advocating effectively. Mm. So you've written about the power of non-negotiables. So how would those help us when we're setting out on this path of advocacy? Do we really need to know our bottom lines in order to get what we want? We do. I, I think that it's important to have negotiables and non-negotiables. So first of all, you need to know what you want. What does a win look like? The definition of win that I use is to receive something positive because you have earned it. So what are your some things positive? And it could be a host of things. You know, I also am trained as a mediator at Pepperdine. And one of the things that we talked about there is the more negotiables you have, the more likely you are to win. Because if you're like, well, I would take money, but I would also take more time off. And I would also take a bonus at the end of the year. And I would also take a uh, vacation time. You know, there's all kinds of things. But bottom line, you have to know where you won't bend or where bending too far would make you break. And that's really important because it makes you know where you need to draw that line and how willing you are to step up and truly advocate for those things first. Is there a right time to advocate and to make that ask for yourself and for the things that matter to you? 
Well, it's not a one shot thing. It's really a process. You know, the curiosity piece, I talked about the three C's, curiosity, compassion, building credibility. These all happen over the course of time. You know, so the curiosity is from the very beginning of any relationship. Start asking questions. Start asking questions about the other people. The more questions you ask, the more you're able to see things from their perspective, the more you're able to determine where you both could win, the way you're also better able to determine where they're perhaps uh, weak spots might be if you need to get there. So curiosity is a process. Compassion is a process. You might think you see another's perspective and you don't. And building credibility is a process. And so from the very beginning of a relationship and from the beginning of your day, when it comes to building credibility with yourself, you want to start that from the very start because the more you do, the better you are. So I'm ready to get started advocating for myself and to make that big ask for the thing that I think I deserve and maybe haven't had yet. So give us some ideas from your latest book about how someone might go about that process and where do they start? So one of the things that I can tell you that's sort of um, maybe counterintuitive is that you always want to look at where the other side is right. You know, a lot of times when people are advocating, they think it's a contentious sort of conflict thing, and it's not. You're just simply asking for what you want. And so you want to make sure that you are looking at the other person and saying, where are they right? Where are they? What do they want? And where can I help them get there? Because sometimes when you ask for what you want, you can also help them get what they want. I think it's really important to start with that. The other piece that I want to underscore is this idea of credibility. I have a belief triangle in my my work, but one side of that triangle is that you need people to believe in you. And that means they need to be able to believe that you can do what you say you're going to do. If you're advocating for a promotion or a raise, they need to believe in you and your value. And the way that you do that, Joe, is I call it C equals E squared. It's collect your evidence and allow it to feed your energy. So you want to collect evidence of what you bring to the table. And you can use all kinds of transferable things. So so Joe, a lot of women come to me and they have been outside of the workforce for a bit. And so they're like, well, I don't have any evidence that I would be good at running a team or handling conflict or doing the books, but they do, you know, as a mom, maybe they've been running the books for their family. If they've been handling a team of children, they're certainly good with conflict management. There's all kinds of things you do every day that's evidence that you could do the thing you want to do. And so you want to collect that evidence and play with it just the way that we do in the courtroom. Decide what you want to believe and then collect evidence that supports it. And that feeds your energy of credibility and belief in yourself. And then when you believe in yourself, others are more likely to follow. So if you take those, the, the curiosity that we talked about and this bit of credibility, that will help you be a stronger advocate today. The book is Advocate to Win. The author is Heather Hansen. Heather, thanks for sharing your wish with us today. So my pleasure, Joe. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. It helps others find us. For more ideas on how to communicate with impact, visit my website, joehirsch.me. See you next time.